Hello, my name is Alexander Krause, Alex for short, A for two short, and welcome to This Is What I See, improvised audio soundscapes. Now, I've been recording one of these in quite some while, quite some while. It's been a little bit, it's been a little time. And now, what am I doing? I'm doing like a Christmas one? This is going to be Christmas themed? And what does that even entail? What is Christmas? I know a lot of you are asking, you're listening to this, and it's like, Alex, wait, Hang on a second, you're doing a Christmas episode. Explain to me the tradition of Christmas. What exactly is this holiday that you're talking about? But I know that you must know something because you just said holiday, so you revealed your hand. You know something about Christmas. Here's what Christmas is, okay? And I'm going to explain it in the most simplest terms I can possibly explain. It is a day to celebrate gingerbread. It's a day to celebrate gingerbread, despite all of us knowing that gingerbread is not good. It's not. It's not good. It is malleable. I'll give you that. You can make a house out of it. You can make a little man. You can make, like, various objects and cool little art things. But I'd say you could probably do the same with cake. I think if you get some fondant, you're pretty, you're pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good with cake mixtures, then you should be able to create pretty much everything you can make with gingerbread with cake. I, th- I feel like... I feel like we've brought gingerbread into Christmas just to save gingerbread as a product, right? I don't think people like gingerbread. I feel like gingerbread only exists still in our culture, in the world, because Christmas has fostered it into our ethos, right? What's the appeal of gingerbread? Okay, number one, of course. Yeah, ginger's fantastic. Yeah, I'll give you that. Ginger's great. Okay, number two, bread. Bread's delicious. Fantastic. Um, um. Maybe I like gingerbread. Maybe I like gingerbread. If I like all the products that go into something, maybe I like gingerbread. (sighs) What a struggle that I have to deal with. Look, this is a Christmas episode. It's not going to feature a lot of gingerbread. Maybe. Maybe it does. I don't know. I haven't recorded it yet. This is the introduction, okay? What is this show you're asking? Well, it's improvised audio soundscape. So we choose a location and we create improvised scenes around that location, right? Um, usually we'll choose places like, um, you know, local places in Melbourne that you may want to visit, but we're doing a Christmas episode this time. So for Christmas, I'm thinking we do like a, you know, it's like a Christmas uh, shopping center. You know, a lot of people that are buying and selling objects, maybe like a toy world, Santa's workshop. I'm keeping it loose. I'm keeping it loose because I feel like if I constrain myself to one particular idea centered around Christmas, I'm going to lose structuring. I'm going to lose structuring. I think that the the concept of Christmas is enough to meld the idea together without having to choose a singular location. But if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, sound off, okay? I'm... And I know I've previously asked you to sound off and I'm getting very little sound offs. I'm consistently going around and waiting for people to sound off against me. And a lot of people are like keeping quiet. They're avoiding eye contact. Um, they're not talking to me and it's really ruining my sense of self esteem. And it's making me feel like I'm a little bit, um, I don't know, small and less than and. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool, though. It's cool, though. It's nice to know that people are at least reacting to me. Um, It'd feel worse if they were just complacent and content with my place in society. Like, if I was to just walk through a street and people were to not notice me, sure, that would be... Yeah, that would be worse, I think. Instead, like, right now, I walk down the street and a lot of people are like, holy shit, what is that thing? And there's a lot of, like, pointing and jeering and a lot of, like, people elbowing each other and being like, hey, hey, Daryl, look, 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 it's the fucking thing again. And it's... It's nice. It's nice. 
know, it's good to be noticed. It's good to be a part of the world. It's like the, uh, you know, the carrot man who lives in Melbourne and they see the carrot and people post it on uh, Instagram and Reddit and whatnot. And people are like, oh, he's got the carrot. I'm like that, but for me. I'm like that, but for me. People see me and they gasp and they say, look, it's the fucking thing again. And it feels good. It feels good to be seen. <sighs> Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas is a great little time to have. Um, I'd rank it number one in terms of holidays that feature ice iconography that is set in Australian summer. Uh, It's very interesting that we still carry over a lot of the snowy theming of Christmas in Australia. There's a big push to like put Santa in shorts and put him on a surfboard, but it always feels a little bit off. Let's all admit. Can we all admit right now? It always feels like, let's not... He's the big jolly man, and he's got the red and the white. He doesn't need to be wearing shorts and going surfing. It feels a little bit like it's not him, you know? I never want to... I never want to defame Santa Claus. It's been my life dream to never defame Santa. Not a lot of people have life dreams that are to not do something, but my life dream is to never defame Santa Claus. And I think I've done a pretty good job so far. Um... Yeah, I've always seen him as who he is. I've always accepted him as who he is. I've never tried to rebrand Santa Claus to try to fit my own, like, corporate agenda. You know, I'm not trying to sell Coca-Cola, so I put him in board shorts, you know. And I'm, like, I'm happy. I'm happy with my relationship with Santa Claus. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking questions about our relationship, about, you know, how far it's come across and, you know, what it was like meeting the man and what it means for me to be in... I'll be honest, a um, hypersexual relationship with Santa Claus, and I will say that it's as jolly as you'd expect. It's as jolly as you'd expect. He is a lover um, in the traditional sense. Like, he will read poetry while going to town on me. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting how like po- how like love making is so bound to like in culture it's so bound to like the romances you know of like reading poetry and whatnot when the actual act seems so uh, uh, vicious <laughs> just through my just through my just through my experiences and fucking Santa Claus. It just, it's like, it's fucking, it's rough. Yeah. It's like, it's rough and it's, it's, it's really like down to business. So it's interesting that that is like how that feels. And then he's like, he's reading poetry to me. He's massaging my feet. And it's like, this doesn't match the tone of what we were just doing, Santa. This doesn't, this doesn't feel like, and it's interesting that he would, uh, massage my feet post coitus. That's like a, that's like a cool down. That's a cool down. Um, yeah, 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 it's good. There's also a lot of songs about fucking Santa Claus. So, like, I'm not the first to do it. A lot of people want to fuck Santa Claus. It's just, it's interesting. Have I defamed him now? Have I ruined the... Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> what a day. What a day. Look, what we're going to be doing is improvise scenes set in, look, uh, set, in, set, set, in, set in Christmas. It's set in Christmas, okay? You're going to get it because it's about to happen to you and you're about to listen to it. Okay? So I don't have to explain it anymore. Let's do it. Let's start it off. This is, this is what I see in, uh, Christmas in, uh, in the jelly world of Christmas. Attention all shoppers. 
We are currently doing photos with Santa in the main food court area. If you'd like to make your way down to get a photo with Santa Claus, please be advised to not use flash photography. It scares the Santa. Also, be advised that you cannot feed the Santa. He is from the North Pole, a place that has a different environment than the one you are used to living within. So again, please be advised, no flash photography. Also, do not sit on Santa's lap. Whatever you do, he will invite you to sit on his lap. But he is a he is a beast. He's a beast who lives in the North Pole, okay? Some people are saying, okay, I'm getting word right now. Some people are saying that we've dressed up a bear in red and white and we're passing that off as Santa Claus. And I just want to get ahead of this and say, Santa Claus is the spirit of Christmas. It's not, it's not the individual, the, uh, the iconography is, is Santa Claus. It's not Santa, it's what we see as Santa Claus. I, I took a film studies class, and what they talked about a lot was the film The Matrix, and how, like, you know, Neo is a representative of, uh, Jesus, and also Trinity is the tr Holy Trinity, which, um... I guess if Trinity is the tr then Trinity would also be Jesus. Um, but Morpheus kind of seems like he's Jesus too. So we have three Jesus. And this is kind of to my point. So there's like a bunch of Jesus. Well, Morpheus is like a dream guy, right? But hang on. No, no, no. Because so, that's like a god, yeah? So like there's a bunch of Jesuses, yeah? And that's their imagery, right? And it's not like there's one Jesus. There's that there's multiple Jesus. Just like the Santa thing is what I'm saying. Um, why I've been talking, we have lost several people to the bear. I mean Santa. It's Christmas time, and you know what that means. It means you must reassess your life's purpose. You have spent another year doing nothing, and this next year you shall do something new. So make a Christmas wish upon a falling star, and say in your heart of hearts, I shall become something more. I shall become Drangnor, the eater of worlds. Attention individuals currently shopping inside Athlete's Foot. Please be advised that we have received a report of an anomaly. Uh, an individual has put their foot into one of the size measurers and discovered that their foot is too big. Um, yeah, so it, it's too big and we um, have called the police and they're going to come out and they have ordered a kill. So, yeah, um, I promised myself that I would have to do this when I took the job. I knew this was going to be a requirement of it, and I thought maybe I would never have to say this, but yeah, um, you are going to be executed. You are going to be hunted down. There's no reason to run, although if you did run, judging by the size of your feet, you'd probably get a pretty good head start going, but you, you will be killed, so um, yeah. Attention all shoppers, the gift wrapping station is currently overwhelmed with requests to wrap more complicated machinery. Please be advised that if you're wanting something wrapped, it needs to be kind of around the size of a bread box, but we'll also accept like the size of a bike. We just can't have people coming in with heavy mining equipment. We see a lot of people here from the boring company that are coming in with like large, gigantic uh, it looks like industrial equipment. I don't know how to exactly describe it. It's not my qualification, but it looks like it's involved in uh, deep sea oil recruitment. Uh, yeah, we, we're not capable of wrapping these gifts. I don't know who you're wanting to send it to. I don't know what the purpose of it is, but I'd say maybe do that in your own spare time. So just to repeat, 
And now it looks like some people have heard word about this and are now trying to grab more and more complicated things to see how proficient our gift wrappers are. It isn't that our gift wrappers can't wrap it. It's that the cost to ratio benefit, like they wouldn't want to wrap it. It would take their entire day. Yes, yes, they can wrap it, okay? They can wrap almost of anything. The only thing they cannot wrap is the sun itself. And it looks like, okay, it looks like Apollo is grabbing the sun and bringing it down. A funny, funny guy. <laughs> Attention, customer is currently loitering out the front of JB Hi-Fi. Please be advised that inside of that store is not really much of anything, okay? I understand the want and need to be standing around the electronics bureau, but please be advised that inside of that store is just not the exact thing that you want, okay? You maybe have a slight idea of, I kind of want a camera or I kind of want a TV, and then you'll go inside and be like, hey, all of these just aren't that good. Maybe my image that I have in my head of electronic, like digital electronics has expanded beyond the scope of a general retailer and been kind of toxified by a general Avengers flicks, making it seem like technology has advanced further than I'm really imagining. I read a lot of dystopian novels, novel, novellas, and inside of each of those, people seem to have little hologram technology, and I go inside the JVI find, I'm like, where's the holograms at? And they don't seem to have any. So I just wanted to say, hey, look, I understand you're thinking there's going to be more inside. You think it's cool to be hung around the JVI fi because it's like this cool cyberpunk thing, but just know that they just have, like, big screens. They're 2D. They're not fun. So, yeah. Um, or I could hang out with you. Either or. Either you leave as loiterers or you accept me into your gang. I know I failed previous attempts, but I'd just like to hang out. This year's hottest toy is the new Barbie Sensation. See Barbie like you've never seen her before. A wig, two eyes, and a big old fake mustache. That's right, Barbie's on the run from the Australian government for releasing documents of Scott Morrison's climate change policy. She's gotten in trouble for releasing information that might make civilians happy and satisfied. Now Barbie can be undercover in a variety of new sexy outfits. That's right, she's got a tank top, she's got a skirt, and bring the camera down, boys. Is that an ankle bracelet? Ooh, mamma mia, that gives me the hot pepperonis. This year's hottest new toy is the brand new Herbie XL. You've heard of TV shows and movies inserting Furby as some sort of sign of nostalgia, but now we're bringing back Herbie, the sentient car who cannot talk but makes fun little hijinks. Isn't that neat? So what you can do, what you can do is we're gonna, it's, it's a Herbie XL, so it's a very, it's even, it's even bigger than a car and it is sentient. So it's gonna run over your house and go like a little beep beep and the boot's gonna open, there'll be a whole cooked turkey in there. And you'll be like, I don't understand how this structurally makes sense, but you do you, Herbie. And what's that over here? It's another brand new Barbie. This one is just the foot of one of them. Oh my god, hama hama mia. It's just the kneecap down to the little twinkie toes. What's that on the toe? Is that nail polish? That's right, a single toe in every box will have nail polish. Which toe? Which color? It's the big one and it's pink. Mamma mia, that's a spicy little Barbie doll footy. I love the Barbie dolls and you're gonna love them too. Buy it now. 
This week's hottest new toy is the new Hot Wheels Hot Rod. That's right. Get six ounces of diesel in every purchase. That's right. We include a small vial of diesel petrol in every purchase so your child can be like, I'm a man now because I'm contributing to the global policies of the wider world, destroying natural habitats through the accruement of petroleum. Yeah, just like men do on TV. This week's hottest Barbie sensation is Ken. Ken is back and Ken is Hama Hama Mia. They've got seven Dalmatians and they're trying to run a fire department without any help from their superiors. They've been left in the dark over the holiday period as the as Australia has been getting hotter and they're unsure about what they can do about keeping their employment as a part of their life that doesn't completely define them. Join Ken in this narrative short. It's going to be a video that's included with the toy that has Ken fighting fires, going home to his family, and sitting in the dark at midnight, uncertain of how they can really have their life balance in check. It's Ken! Are you tired of buying toys that are battery operated? Are you tired of buying batteries that are toy dependent? Well, guess what? We've changed the whole game with a brand new battery powered toy. It's called the V8 7200. It, it does everything it needs to do without you having to buy external batteries. That's right. You can get all the fun out of being a V8 7250, but with the affordability and the flexibility of a 187. It, it, it combines all the, it combines all of the usability of a 617 with the slenderness of a 972. If you were looking for a 427 but you thought that you wouldn't be able to buy it for your girlfriend because of its because people were generally saying it's too much like the 727, then you can now buy the 626 and that will make you seem like you're able to afford a 424. The new 78670 <coughs> It's the newest Barbie sensation for the newest vacation. That's right, this Barbie's gone to Honolulu to get away from the big city. They've packed a bag full of nothing but ecstasy, and they've put their head inside a certain state of mind that their shaman said would release them spiritually. Join the Barbie as they go on the Honolulu vacation with a myriad of accessories, including newspaper clippings of their star sign trajectories from two months prior. They believe star signs, but they saw a good star sign message from two months prior and they thought they should hold on to it because they, they like what it read and they think it could just apply to every day if they believe hard enough. This baby, this baby <laughs> it's not just a Barbie this one's a baby, it's a little baby Barbie and they're on vacation in Honolulu and they believe in star signs. We don't get it either but for some reason the more shit we put onto these things the higher they sell. It's Barbie. She's got it all figured out. A job, a husband, and a chunk of change. But one day, things get a little bit turned around. What do you mean I'm fired? Daryl, are you cheating on me? Who stole all the money from my vault? Now she's got to find a way to get her life back on track. But guess what? It's not the time for it because it's Christmas and she has to lie to her family about having a, a, a life that's all together. So what's she going to do? She's going to hire She's gonna hire an individual to play her boyfriend at Christmas. She's going to hire somebody to play her boss and she's going to pretend like her vault is still closed. 
Yeah, this is my newest boyfriend. His name is、uh, Michael. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. This is Michael. Oh, this is this is my boss over here. Their name's、uh, Dangus. Dangus, how good is work going? Thank you. Handshake. Oh, and this this is my closed vault. Why would I open it? Of course I wouldn't open it. It's clearly because it's full of money, and I don't want to like throw my money around because I'm a responsible adult. I still have all of my wealth that you've provided me through nepotism. Everything's all good here. It's the newest. It's the newest Christmas film that's making people say,、uh, "Does everybody who's rich have a vault in their home?" It's nine Christmas vaults to the heart. <laughs> This week's newest Barbie is the best Barbie that ever barbied the Barbie. That's right, it's a barbecuing Barbie. They've got hair, they've got fishnets, and they've got a sexy va-va-voom attitude. Their butt is injected with lethal,、uh, lethal injections. <laughs> This Barbie is near death. I was gonna say that they received Botox in their butt, but in actuality, there was a botched operation. They've just received a lethal dose inside their buttocks, and they are near death. And they're barbecuing it up before they're near. Death. So their doctor has given them 24 hours left, and they decided to throw one big final barbecue family bash. Join Barbie as they cook up sausages and have frank discussions about how they're gonna divvy up their estate to the rest of their extended family. It's Barbie season. Christmas wouldn't be the same without Christmas songs. Please enjoy this selection of beautiful Christmas hits from this one album called "Christmas Is Where the Heart Grows Christmas." <laughs> As in, as in crisp, as in Christmas. The title doesn't work. Play the song. What's Noel got to do? Got to do with it. Boom, boom, boom. What's Noel? What's Noel got to do with it? Boom, 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 boom. What's Noel? What's Noel got to do with it? Oh, what's Noel? What's Noel got to do with it? I mean, I understand the reason why Christ is involved. Oh, I understand the reason why Santa is around, but I'm not so certain of why we're celebrating everyone who's named Noel, 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 Noel. Oh, oh well, I feel like we could cut out Noel. Oh, what's the reason for? Or Noel? Oh, why are you involved besides having a name that sounds like North Pole? What about this Christmas sensation? Have a spooky dooky Christmas. We're dressed like skeletons. Have a spooky dooky Christmas. We're dressed like skeletons. Have a spooky dooky Christmas. We're just like skeletons. Get scared and beware us. We're dressed like skeletons. <laughs> Have a spooky, spooky Christmas. We're dressed like skeletons. <laughs> Have a spooky, spooky Christmas. We're dressed like skeletons. Check out this new Christmas song. From the singers that sung to the song before and brought you song, and this time it's a song. Ba dum bum bum, Christmas time, Christmas time, Christmas so swell. Christmas is great, lest you go to hell. Know that if you defy us, you will be in sin. Christmas is the new time to begin. Jesus was born on Christmas Day, so in turn you all must pray if you don't do it every night and day. 
then you're not okay. In my book, in my book, the Holy Bible, yeah. It says right here that if you wear different clothing, then you will go to eternal sin. Jesus was born on Christmas Day, and I made this nativity play with the people from the town who were happy to sing. And even my own son, Edwin, Edwin is not happy to be involved in this big play production. He is more in tune with the earth and the moon. He's a meditating monk and he doesn't want to be in my play. And what about this next Christmas hit? Oh, I know what you've been saying. I know what you've been praying. For I have CCTV. Oh, I know what you've been thinking. I know what you've been speaking. Because I've got CCTV. Oh, we can see almost everything. As long as you don't put the things inside that specific black spot. Where are you going? Where are you going? I just said don't go to the black spot. Please don't go to... Come on, come back to the... No, I cannot see. Oh, shit. And what about this next Christmas song? Can we spare a little ham for Daniel? Can we spare some applesauce for Greg? Can we make certain that the cranberries are enough left for Sandy. Can we look to the fig trees and make certain that there is some for Jonathan Curtin, the previous Prime Minister, is coming to dinner and we need to serve them all. Oh, we need to serve them all. Andrew Fish is gonna come here. John Steph Cook's gonna need to have everything all square. He made the Navy. Oh, where's that Andrew Fisher? Why do I know this? What's the purpose of this knowledge? Well, uh, Edmund Biden's gonna be here. The very first Prime Minister of our Federation. And then you'll ask me, who's next? Menzies, oh Menzies, oh Menzies, oh Menzies, oh Menzies, oh Menzies, oh Menzies. Oh shit, it's Chris Reed. It's Chris C. O. Dam Reed. Boo doo, boo doo, boo doo. It's all the prime ministers that need to get their fixings. Everybody's here, so get out your stockings and chocolates and pockets. So empty them out, cause they're gonna be robbing us of our food. Hello and welcome all to my press conference. Thank you all. Please take a seat. Now, this is quite the ordeal that I'm currently dealing with, but it's nice to know that some people are coming out to support me. Yes, I am here to petition against the fireman's calendar. I know, a lot of people are really passionate about this. You know, you know the, there's the camp that believes that it supports uh, fire... Uh, that's all I want to say. There's a camp that there's a camp that believes that it supports fire. Um, I feel like by acknowledging the firefighters and kind of sexifying them, that it creates an atmosphere where we're saying, "Hey, fire, 
You're not a big deal. You can destroy our homes and communities. You can do whatever you want because our sexy firefighters have got it covered. And guess what? Okay, there's a lot of people who maybe want to be firefighters, who maybe don't want to get into firefightermanship because they know that one day they're going to have to be in one of these calendars. And maybe some of those people, not me, are just kind of a little bit self-conscious about being in one of these calendars. Okay? Some of us have weird nipples, and that's nothing to do with me at all. I'm talking about Daryl. I'm so sorry, Daryl. I did not... I don't know what... Okay, I'm going to have to... Okay, it was me. I was self-conscious. I, honestly, my relationship with Daryl is more important than anything else in my life. So I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to take my foot off the pedal here, okay? You can make whatever calendars you want, even the bad ones where it's just like a st- production still for Doctor Who on each page and it's kind of like next to a production still of a Dalek and then it doesn't really make any sense. I'm so... Oh, Daryl's leaving. I'm so sorry. I have more topical humor to talk about about Doctor Who calendars, but I do really need to go, so I'm sorry. Excuse me. I would like to apologize to all the Christmas elves out there. Um, It was not my intention to do any of of that, or to be involved in any of that, or to um, marry any of them. Yes... The rumors are true. I am in a complex legal relationship with 17,000 Christmas elves. Um, Turns out, if you want to marry the love of your life, you should make sure that they're not 17,000 elves in a trench coat. Apparently, the laws of I do applies to everybody occupying the space of one human body. So I I figured that the person saying I do would be the... But they measure it in space, so that space occupies. Um, apparently, you also marry like the wedding dress and the suit, or I don't, I don't know the rules of it. But yeah, I'm now, in, I'm now, uh, I was going to say engaged, but God, I wish. Uh, no, I'm married to these seventeen elves. I was going to try again an annulment, but I fucked sixty-three of them, so it's it's complicated. <laughs> I don't know legally where I stand, how to divvy up the... I don't know. Um, I think I'm fucked. I think I'm in a bad spot because they're going for my kids and I think, I think they've got a case. Hello and welcome to this year's weather forecast for Christmas Day. My name is Nancy. Hello, everybody. Look on here on the green screen and look at all these beautiful clouds that I animated. That's right. I animated them. Um, Not a lot of people know this, but to be a weather personality on TV, you have to be a meteorologist. You have to also be an attractive woman. And you have to also um, apparently know some video editing software. So I jumped into Adobe Premiere and I created some of these graphics. I applied them over. I found the keyframe to get myself out of this. And while I was also in the shot, like I was, I wear a lot of hats there. You know what? Actually, actually, Greg, could you, could you shift the camera back? What, what, sorry, Greg, do you not exist? Because I also manned the cameras? Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that Nancy does everything in this entire studio. Oh, what's that? There's too many meteorologists going around and not enough employment? Well, guess what? Just hire me for my job. Don't just make me do every 
thing. I also write for this show. I do absolutely... I I fetched coffees for your anchor, okay? And no, you don't run anywhere. You're the only other person in this building who has a career. And all you do is read off key cards that I write. Not key cards, cue cards. Cue cards, don't you dare smirk at me like I made a flub, okay? I work 20 hours a day. I'm allowed to say key cards. I'm going to key your card, as in your car. Your Kia Sorento, huh? Yeah, you piece of Back to you. Back, yeah, back to you. Yeah, you do the rest of the job so I can go key your car. They've got it all worked out. One of them is small. The other one is way too small. That's right. We've got two tiny little people. And I'm talking like Thimbalina, baby. It, it stars Thimbalina. It stars Tinkerbell. And guess what? Brand new, brand new, brand, 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 brand new guess we've got Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. It's small little Ant-Man's going to be in this film, too. It's, uh, where did the Christmas go? Oh, no, it's there. It's so small now. Coming June 20th, it's the brand new Christmas movie that's been delayed for four years and eventually the studio just decided, hey, just put it out in June. It's called Christmas is Where the Christmas Is. I love Christmas. It's snowing in Christmas time in America. You know that it's Christmas in America because it is snowing. And look at all the iconography. There's Santa Claus and Rudolph and snowmen. This is definitely Christmas. Coming June. She's got it all worked out in the big city. And he is the big city. That's right. What would Christmas be without applesauce? And what would applesauce be without my secret ingredient? Hello, my name's Judy Paulson, and I'm made of lemon juice. That's right, that's the secret ingredient. My blood is lemon juice, and I squeeze myself and put it inside the applesauce. That's the whole deal. I apologized previously. I apologized previously, sir. You didn't even get up in arms about it. I apologized. Christmas is right around the corner, and what's better than Christmas than two oranges? That's right. This Christmas, buy two oranges and get one orange and another orange. This year, if you buy two oranges, we're going to give you one orange and then another orange. If you put the money forward for the two oranges, we're going to hand you one orange and then subsequently or perhaps at the same time, we're going to hand you another orange. It's similar to our deal on pomegranates. When you purchase one, you get one. It's sort of a one for one, but this is a two for two. This is a two for two. For some reason, you think I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy, but this, th- I have, I really have to explain. A lot of people are confused. They keep paying and not taking the fruit. Okay. It spoils people. You can't invest. She's going to make it big in the big city and he is going to make it big in the big city. And she is also going to make it big in the big city, but watch out because he's going to make it big in the big city. She is wanting to make it big in the big city and does exactly when he makes it big in the big city. Oh, who is that over there? It is her and him. And both of them are going to make it big in the big city. The city is big. The women are big. The men are big and they're all making it big time in the big city. It's Christmas time and they're making it big in the big city. She, she's going to make it big in the big city. He is going to make it big in the big city. And when they make it big in the big city, they're going to be happy in the big city. He, he is in the big city. And she, 
She's also in the big city. And they're all in the big city and it's fine, okay? So he's in the big city and he's going to make it big and she's in the big city and she's going to make it big and all of them in the big city and they're going to make it big and the city's big and they're big and they're happy and it's Christmas and it's good, okay? It's good. And it cost me $600 to produce this, okay? I got a few friends. I got a camcorder. I got a big city. I got a big friend. I got a big friend. I got a her. I got a him. And we went out to the city and I filmed this. I filmed it all on my paycheck. $600. $601. Dollars technically, six hundred one dollars technically. A lot of people have been telling me to rent it down to six hundred dollars to become, you know, to, to, to seem like I'm like a little bit less pissed about, the, you know, the, 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 the people not listening or watching any of this. But I made a six hundred dollar movie about the big city, about my friends, about my friends, and they're mad because I keep calling them big. I'm like, you're big and you're big, and they're like, we're not that big, and I'm like, you're big, you're big. Stop making a big deal of it. I don't mean big is in the terms of like that. I mean big because you're like a big personality. And then she freaks out, and then he freaks out and it's like, hang on a second. This is kind of proven my point a little bit. Anyway, it's called Big City Blues. It's it's a Christmas movie, I assure you. We're back again with more beautiful Christmas tunes. And Christmas is where the heart grows Christmas. And I pre I talked I talked I talked to the agent about it and they said it's like Christmas is where I've I've instantly forgotten how they explained it. It is when you're telling me it makes sense. When you're telling me it makes sense to me, and then right when I walk away, it's like this clearly does. This isn't a title. This doesn't make any. It's just you've just put in Christmas. You're gonna use all. You're not gonna. Okay, uh, play. Just what would Christmas be without a battery? What would Christmas be without a battery? Think about it. How would you get all the lights, all the toys, all the sparkles and lights? So think about it. You would have regrets if you didn't buy one of our Duracell batteries. This song is not an ad. My name is Michael Bublé. I sing songs that are not bad. But maybe you will say this one was just okay. But know that it was not a payday for me. (laughs) I am not sponsored by Duracell. If I was, I would go to hell for not exclaiming the hashtag ad on this social media post I just want to post that Duracell got me through my marriage and through my subsequent divorce it lit up my life and enabled me to survive by my wife and then ex-wife ex-wife sorry ex-wife I'm really used to saying that my, it helped me with my ex ex <sighs> and check out this brand new Christmas song baby kangaroo Baby kangaroo made a whole song about a baby kangaroo And since then I've been trying to do a different song That'll get me on the chart So baby kangaroo did a song about the baby kangaroo And everybody said that was fine Now I'm trying to make a new song that's mine That people say is as good as my other song Baby kangaroo, baby kangaroo Made a song about a baby kangaroo And now all I have to do is reference the baby kangaroo's song I'm like the Dovals Do you know the Dovals? a bunch of songs every single song they reference the bristol stomp bristol stomp bristol stomp we're the guys who wrote the bristol stomp and that means that you have to take care of us i wrote baby kangaroo damn it but you see that i'm trying this brand new song is the best song that ever sang this song check it out yeah christmas is a time for lights they 
glisten in the holy sky. They guide the wise man to the baby new, and they distract us as we sit in pews. Oh, lights are magical things. They allow us to see almost any old thing, including, including my brand new Tesla Model S. That's right. I'm here at the congregation to tell the whole nation that I've heard just a Tesla Model S. It's a speedy damn thing that will make you all think that I am set for life. But here's the thing you don't know. I took out a very hefty loan and I had to board a down payment on my old home. And now the mortgage is accruing debt and I'm unable to feel anything but regret because the Tesla doesn't work. I can't even drive the whole way to work without it running out of power or finding itself on the side of a cliff teetering. Oh, I followed the sat-nav and it directed me to go all the way to the very edge of a cliff. And I thought, why wouldn't I not do this? So I went and did it anyway. And now I've just got to say that everything is worse today. I don't really even have the Model S no more. I'm too scared to get into the driver's seat again after going out the boot when it was hanging over that cliff. And I don't know who to call who will make fun of me for going all the way to the edge of the cliff. Oh, praise Jesus. And what about the brand new song, Sensation? We're gonna have a very naughty Christmas. We got the elves all around. They're dressing up, they're dressing down. They're making funny faces and some of them are sexual, sexual. Oh! They're naughty elves, they've got their big ol' hats that are perfect for I don't need to tell you what for But then we say you're gonna wanna close the door Oh sexy little naughty Christmas elves will just make you feel Everything you've never felt before Boy, Rudolph ain't the only one with no so bright When they fuck you, you're gonna take flight Oh, your life will be changed Is that Rub themselves over your body Change Their bodies that like mystique They can be almost of anything It's a Christmas spirit imbued in their body tissue They are able to be Almost of anything Including And check out this new Christmas here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my show. As you probably know, my name is Dingo. I am incapable 
of not singing my words after I fell into a vat of brass used for saxophones. Oh, used for saxophones. I fell into a vat of brass invented for saxophones. So technically, if I could only sing, then I couldn't have been the one who ordered the hit on my wife. Oh, hello. My name is Dingo. Of course, that is something you know. Hello, my name is Dingo, and since I fell into that that brass, I couldn't have been the the jackass who called made the hit on my wife. The brand new Christmas song puts the songs to rest and the songs to shame and the songs to fame that deserve to have fame. It is quantifiably the best Christmas song that has ever existed and unanimously agreed to be the worst one. So here it is. It's a little drummer boy and he's got his famous Christmas toy. He's got his big old kit of fucking drums. Oh, it's the old drummer boy and he's got his big Christmas toy, he's got his big old fucking little drum, but I'm bum 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 no. Everybody's in so merriment, they are having so much fun because he has got his big old drum, but I'm bum 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 and yet people on the street are asking questions, bum 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 Hang on, isn't this old boy supposed to be impoverished? And yet he seems to have the biggest drum in town. We're not certain of how he got it, but um bum bum bum. So we're gonna sneak into his home at night, but um bum 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 bum. We're gonna get to the bottom of this mess, but um bum 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 bum. Oh, little drummer boy, where is your money coming from? Oh, what is this? A paper that Lincoln to the Panama? Oh my God, he's uploading all his income to the Panama. Oh, he is doing his taxation in the foreign government. It allows him to accrue some wealth without having to pay full taxation on every little thing that he makes. Every little thing that he makes. He's a little drummer taxing boy. He's a little drummer taxing boy. And how he got his big old Christmas toy is fraud. How he got his big old Christmas toy was fraud. But um, bum, bum. <laughs> and there it is. The episode all wrapped up in a cute little Christmas bow. Did you enjoy that, huh? Did you think that was neat? <laughs> well, guess what? I was messing with you. Yeah, all of that was done as a lark. That was all supposed to be like that. And you thought it was this? Come on now. I totally got you. Christmas pranked. No, but seriously, um, this project meant a lot to me. And all of you mean a lot to me. And without you, there's no show. And without the show, there's no you. It's kind of a... How did Venom put this? A symbiotic relationship. Uh, Look, it's Christmas. Okay. It's Christmas. And I'm saying a lot of crazy things because it's a crazy time. Gifts. Baubles. Lights. No, let's go back. Baubles. That's a crazy thing to say. Listen to those syllables. Baubles. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you even trying to say, Alex? What's the point of this? What I'm trying to say is I'm trying to surmise. I'm trying to bring it all back around to a succinct point of me saying, Merry 
Christmas, assholes. Okay? All I want to say is Merry Christmas, assholes. And I feel like each time I go to say it, there's a lot of backtalk. There's a lot of fuck yous. There's a lot of Alex. Um, what happened to that thing you were working on? What happened to this? What happened to that? Hey, Alex. Um, what's wrong with you? It sounds like you're not doing good. Well, guess what? Okay? I'm not paying you for your advice. I'm paying you to be a bot to boost my viewership. So how dare you talk back? You're not supposed to talk back. You're supposed to respond. Here's how you're supposed to respond. I set it up perfectly. You're supposed to say, this was good. Thumbs up. Great. Even that's it. That's your entire bot duty. So if you're going to become sentient, then fuck off. Then I don't even give a shit. You know, Christmas is a time for giving and it's a time for love. And I'm feeling pretty ungiven right now. I'm pretty, I'm even feeling kind of unloved if I had to like stretch it that far. Um, I put together a show that kind of changed how we think about God. I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying a lot of crazy things in this outro. <laughs> I'm saying a lot of crazy things. I think I changed how we view God. I don't know how I did that, but it happened. It happened. And now we're in a different place. And in that place, I've come to accept, look, I think, I think ultimately this is just a podcast. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I was kind of talking it up a bit. I was a bit defensive because I just realized that maybe this might just be like a audio thing where I, I chat with people. Um, sometimes most of the time I'm just by myself. I think I'm starting to realize that this is just kind of me talking to myself and, um, yeah, maybe I don't, uh, maybe, maybe I don't think about, you know, maybe I don't express ideas about, uh, God or, you know, like larger world concept thing. Maybe this isn't something to get mad about or, dare I say, invested in. I feel like for a long time, there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of, listen to that. That's insane. What, what, what happens? You know, when I record, when I record, cars appear and they're not, they're not like, they're not supposed to be there. When, when I'm not recording, there are no cars. It is dead silent. I turn on to record and all of a sudden, it's like somebody's opened up a game menu and is spawning in cars from the sky. And each crashes down and zooms off. And it's like, to what end? You know, is it just to be mean to me? Is that what your goal is, huh, free guy? Is that what your goal is, free guy? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you out there, free guy. I've seen this movie. Have we seen free guy? Fuck this movie. This is a bad movie. <laughs> Have we seen Free Guy? What am I doing? What's the goal here? This is the end of the this is the end of the Christmas episode. This is the outro. I hope you enjoyed listening to those segments. Fuck Free Guy. Fuck Free Guy. The reflection the bitmap reflection thing in the in the blinds is pretty good. Uh Merry Christmas. And um yeah, I just I felt like a lot of it was Hey, look, it's, we're doing a Captain America thing, or I don't know, be happy holidays. And then it's like Ryan Reynolds just kind of just keeps doing his same thing. And I think the charm has worn off just because like, um, and happy new year. Um, just because he's, he, a lot of his shtick is being used for commercials now, which is like, 
why are you doing this? Like, to what end? You're already so powerful and rich, like, and the thing you want to be doing is commercials for sometimes things that he doesn't seem to have a vested interest in. Um, Nutcrackers. And <laughs> lost a bit. I couldn't find another Christmas thing to say. Excuse me. <clears throat> but I think what I'm ultimately trying to say is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I enjoy doing these episodes. Uh, I don't know. I have to keep telling you that. <laughs> I feel like you don't believe it, but it was good fun. It was good time. It was good. I sung for a bit. I don't know. You may have missed it. It was like a whole 15 fucking minute chunk where I sung. So that was cool. Um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm at a point where I should probably just learn an instrument so I can make this better. <laughs> Cause I'm doing a lot to this. I'm doing a trying to do a lot of uh, things to this audio to make it sound more musical, but it's not, I don't think it's really helping, but it, yeah. If you hate it, tell me, uh, I will agree with you anyway. Um, Merry Christmas, holly jolly, merriment, love, reindeer, baubles, baubles, of course. And yeah, if you liked the show, like, favorite, subscribe, do all the things you do at the end of the production. But for this one, this week, you're going to send this to your senator. That's right. You're going to send this podcast to your senator and vote one for change and two for nay. That's the gimmick. You're sending it to your senator. Um, we've done that. Wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, did I say happy Yule Log? Happy Yule Log. Happy Yule Log. I hope your Yule Log is yule this year. What else do I have to do on Christmas? Um, I hope your snows are in good tiding. Uh, I hope your jingles are jangled. I hope your bells are slayed. I hope your love is eternal. I hope your hall is marked. I hope your, um, yeah, I hope your Christmas films are as terrible as your heart so desires. <laughs> It's Christmas. It's it's Christmas. Look out. Do you do you hear that? Look outside. Jingle jangle jingle jangle. What is that? What is I I hear the I hear the pitter patter across the rooftops. Could that could that possibly be big old Saint Nick? Or perhaps is it possibly Santa Claus himself? Mr uh, I blanked on his name. <laughs> Oh, no. What's his name? It's an open improvement. What's his name? Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's take it again. Take it again. Do a little beep, Alex, in the post. Do a little beep, cut this out, and quickly cut to something. Quickly cut to me nailing it. Hang on a second. Let me Google this. Tim Allen. Tim Allen is on the roof, and uh, pitter-patter, 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 perfectly seamless. Alex, edit this all up. Make it perfect. Cut out all the... That was honestly a mess for me to get... Definitely cut out all of that. That was awful. Um, yeah, so uh, $60 for the year. If you... Yeah, so obviously this is the last episode of the year. Um, is it? No, there's one more, but I, I should say this now. So yeah, so $60 for each year subscription plan for the show. Um, you've already obviously gotten the previous year. You'll, you'll be billed, um, when time comes. And so next year, you're going to get another iteration of the $60. We are increasing our, um, profits and in turn increasing the amount of money that you will have to pay. So next year, it will cost 80. 
284. I have to finalize everything with the financial people, but um, yeah, let's just say my pockets are lined and uh, finally, uh, my tailor has been, honestly, my tailor is fucked. He, it took him three months to line my pockets, which I don't know. And it, it turns out all I need to do is hand him like a 20 and then he would actually fulfill the role of the job. So this actually really helps. So yeah, uh, thank you for the money. Thank you for everything you've ever done to me. Um, or ever will do to me, even malicious, even malicious. I'm a generous person. If you want to hurt me, I thank you. I'm not going to put, no, you know what? No, I retract that because I think Houdini was punched by a fan and no. Okay. And people like kind of respect him. So let's, let's rescind. I rescind that idea. If you see me in the streets, give me a, how do you do? (laughs) That's all. That's all. Oh, no, you know what? Retract that. Rescind that. And negative comments also hurt the careers of many uh, individuals. If you see me in the streets, give me a, give me a look away. Look away. Keep walking like the rest of the plebs. Okay. How dare you even? How dare you? Um, I think that's pretty much. Oh, the pitter patter's back. The pitter. Okay. We're going to do this properly. We're going to do this properly. We're going to do this properly. Everybody. Pretty- Fuck off. Pretend like this is the first time. Do you hear that? The pitter-patter across the rooftops? Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. Why, that could only be the one and only Saint Nicholas. Or could it possibly be Santa Claus himself? Tim Allen? Maybe it's Tim Allen. And we're going to go on a jolly adventure with him and Al Borland. That's right. Who's that over the fence? It's part of Wilson's face. I think his name was Wilson. Oh, no. The kids the kids are doing too much stuff at school, and it's distracting from their car work. Looks like the dad's going to tell them to keep working on the car. The mother's got a job now, and that's too bad for Tim Allen. He has to structure around his whole day, and he's so frustrated, and he can't even get into his own bathroom because these boys are taking too many showers. It's the newest show from ABC. It's Home Improvement. That's right. This is all an ad for Home Improvement. Yeah, boy. And also, uh, play the song. How about we all sit down? And relax ourselves as I regale you with a serenade of Christmas time. <laughs> Have a spooky, spooky Christmas. We're just like skeletons. Um, hi. Can I get a big tall boy? 